Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. We are super excited to welcome you to a very interesting show. We got a little bit of housekeeping, but then we have the 2022 Royley's Awards Show, where we will be handing out awards to the most deserving candidates. Make sure that you check us out on Instagram and Twitter at LoyalToRoyalPod. Share this episode with your friends and let us know what you think in the reviews. Without further ado, let's get to it. Let's boo. Go Tigers. But that field judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Go over here, that's right! Let's back this ruler. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go wild, Let's man. Go, baby. Let's go. Hello, listeners, and welcome into another episode of your favorite podcast. First things first, we're gonna go right off of the bat here. Oh, go out of doors with us and grab your trowel. Okay. Your shears, mm-hmm. garden shears. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And also your small hand rake, you know, with the three little prongs. That yes. Okay. Little gardening the dirt rake. In. Okay. Because we have some housekeeping. Oh. Right. Okay. So yeah, let's talk a little bit about some housekeeping stuff. We got some really fun stuff coming on later on the episode. A little award show for you guys, so we want to get through this. Uh, first of all, Gideon George declares for the NBA draft? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Huh? Oh. It's time to bring back the boomer voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what do you guys think about that? Uh, you know, here's a better way to frame the question: <laughs> What percent chance do you give George at getting drafted? Zero. Ab- zero point zero zero. Yeah. Zero. Maybe negative five percent. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, we love Gideon George. He was maybe the most fundamentally sound player on BOE's basketball team. Yeah. But if you are the fourth scoring option on BYU's basketball team BYU. that missed the tournament, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, you are not going to play a second in the NBA. No, I guess he's declared for the NBA draft because he played for the Nigerian League, and some of the coaches, which are NBA coaches, t- told him that he had prototypical wing size for the NBA. Like he has good three and D, like a good body type guy. for three right. and D guy. I don't argue with that. I don't argue with that either. Really? But I don't think he's developed it quite enough yet. Not, I think he would definitely benefit for one more year, as, like being a major part of the offense for one more year in yes. college. Yeah, I think he. I want him to come back, and I think he can take a big step forward and then kind of improve his draft stock. But this year, I don't think there's any way an NBA <laughs> team considers him. Okay. What has the bigger chance? Okay. Gideon George getting drafted into the NBA, or Caleb Lohner going 10 of 10 on layups? Hmm, empty gym. Is em- this empty, empty gym? gym? Empty gym, Caleb Lohner. What's more like? With one defender five feet away. Oh, there is a defender. Like, but he's five feet away. Like out in the wing? Yeah. And Caleb's just... Yep. But Caleb feels him coming. 
was too hard of a question. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no comment. Okay, let's move on. Um, one thing here, I smell because this situation stink a whiffs like Yoli Childs. Gideon George oh, is no. gonna miss file paperwork and get suspended for eleven games next year. Mark my words. Yep. Honestly, I don't doubt it. Alright, uh, next one. Major League Boredom has begun. Got him. Uh, anybody care? Has anybody watched a game yet? No. <laughs> I watched a game. The only game I will watch all season long is that Red Sox-Rangers game that we have to watch. Both of which started out 1-3. and three. Thanks oh. a lot, Kansas, for making us watch yeah, that. Yeah, you, Kansas. Uh, off to a good start. And that was Talking Baseball. Yep. Alrighty, on to the next one. Uh, Scotty Scheffler won the Masters. Good for him. That's sure. Give him a golf clap. Yeah. Don the green jacket. It's probably like the most legendary life accomplishment you can have as a professional athlete. Yeah. Multiple putting the <laughs> the last hole. <laughs> Five putting the 18th green. Bang. And still winning. Uh, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Also, great. Tiger Woods was back. Tiger Woods um, made it to the last back. day? He, yeah, he made it the last day. That's a good way of made putting it. Made it to the last day. So, that's, that's good. good. I won't say anything about anything else. <laughs> Next, we have some American football. <gasps> Heck yeah, let's so go! This week, there are football games, you people. Let's go! Let's go! It's the USFL. Um, first opening game is Saturday, where we got the New Jersey Generals versus the Birmingham Stallions. The Birmingham. Yawn. And then, None of our teams are in there. And then there's three games on Sunday. Each of our teams play. None of them play each other, I don't think. No. Houston Gamblers, baby. Starting out 1-0 versus the Michigan Panthers. I don't know why the Michigan Panthers are favored. How do you, how do you even, like, how <laughs> do they set these favorite. odds? I, don't know. I love Gamblers. how they're all 3.5 or 2.5. Houston like, Gamblers by a million. How's anyone favored <laughs> at this point? Um, also, with the USFL, they released the mascots. Mascots oh, are sick. Pretty yeah. dope. Uh, what's our power rankings of mascots? I'm going to go number one, Philadelphia Stars. Yeah, yeah definitely for the flamboyance. Yes. Stars. Uh, I like the Gamblers guy. Gamblers guy is cool. My number two, I think, is has to be the Breakers. Yeah, Breakers. The Breakers match how is pretty cool. Breakers yeah, is cool. Um, I'm probably going to go with the Generals. Generals? Yeah, just like okay. the big buff guy with the helmet. And yeah. I like yeah, it. I like it. Cool. All right, yeah. We uh, could, maybe we should do a post and have the the listeners vote. Ooh, yeah, I like that. We should do that. Yep. All right, we'll make write a tournament. It, we'll write it down. Yeah, we'll write a mental note. I we'll think we bracket. can all agree the Philadelphia Stars mascot is top tier, though, right? He's like the Western Kentucky Blob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. Who's that baseball mascot? This orange. Is it? Dances. Oh no, 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 no! It's not. Or is it hockey? It's, it's the hockey. Yeah, it's the hockey it's, one. It, it's Philadelphia. It's the Flyers mascot. Is it the Flyers? Yeah, <laughs> the Flyers mascot. What's Dude, the, the Philly. Oh, Philadelphia yeah. just has dope Philadelphia mascots. mascots, man. Okay. What is his name? Gritty. Gritty. <laughs> yes. Gritty. Yes. Philadelphia knows mascots. He looks like a what are those things called? It looks like a Muppet. Like a Muppet. Yeah. yeah. The Muppets. Okay. Um. Some other interesting things about the USFL. Really cool stuff about the broadcast. I'm so excited oh, for this. Yeah. Uh, they have first down measuring technology, which I assume they use on the, the goal line as well, probably. I will say, sad that the chains are gone. The chain game. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Chains are an undeniable part of football. When you bring it out, and then they measure it, and yeah. the ref does the thing. I yeah. like that. 
cut up when the, it's not a first down and the ref has to hold up his fingers <laughs> to show how exactly. close it was. <laughs> he has to like gesture to the <laughs> that's, that's classic. Um, that. other, <laughs> other things, uh, they're going to have a bunch of mic'd up players and coaches every game. 16. Mm. 16, which I love hearing like what they say to each other. Yeah. Um, USFL games might be TVMA, but I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm all for language. it. <laughs> It'll be great. Uh, two players will have helmet cams during the game. That is sick. And they did like a little trial run and some scrimmages. It looks really cool. The running back one looked so yeah. cool. Right? And you yeah. see oh, the line. Gaps and the, and the oh. players moving. Oh my First goodness. person. Yeah. I love that. Very excited. They're also going to have two sky yeah. cams. How two are they going to do that? How do you get two? Every game. What? <laughs> How? How? One's like, gonna be going maybe like down the field this way, and one that goes like across. Oh yeah. So maybe like they'll like form a T. I don't know. I have no Who idea. Knows, man. And sick. throw in there with the two sky cams, they're gonna have freaking drones flying around yeah. getting footage. Two <laughs> sky cams and drones. Why Can you do you imagine? All of that? You're, you're in those rooms, right? With like you know the different camera angles yeah. and stuff. Can you imagine now? All of these different camera <laughs> angles up on the wall. Oh, yeah. And which, how do you possibly choose from all of that? And this is not to mention, like, the 16 broadcast cameras that they're going to have as well. Yeah, like the normal ones. I love how they're like, nothing else is on. Might as well use all this equipment we have. Yeah. <laughs> use all the resources. Not going to use it for baseball, so. <laughs> Never. I'm so excited for all that, though. I'm really excited to get a more inside look as to what it is. Yeah, uh, one last thing. All the games are on national TV. Yeah, yeah they which are. is fun. Mm-hmm. That's really accessible. Cool. We got Fox, NBC, USA, and Fox Sports 1. Yeah. yeah. And the first game is going to be broadcast on both Fox and NBC. <laughs> no big deal. You don't see that every which day. Which isn't so no big deal. <laughs> it's the, I think it's the first ever sporting event that was broadcast on multiple, like, different partners at the same time. Let's freaking go, Crazy. baby. Trailblazer. I love it. Speaking of sporting events going on, uh, have you guys heard of this like NBA thing? Is it like WWE? Like all the know. matches are fixed and it's all NBA. scripted. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, NBA, like, I've heard of yeah, NBA the, programs. The business. One. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, there's this thing called the NBA, NBA going on, and apparently they're already like in playoffs or like they're starting playoffs here pretty soon. Oh. Do you guys follow? Do you guys care? I don't know. What do you think, Dan? Um. So. I'm definitely out of the loop here. Mm. In theory, I'm a jazz fan. <laughs> and also a Wizards fan, but I haven't watched like any games this season. I haven't kept track of the standings. Last time I heard, the jazz were in fourth or fifth or something. Something <laughs> like that. That's all right. Mediocre. <laughs> I mean, it's good, but they're not going to win. So How are the Wizards? The Wizards are in the lottery again. Oh, nice. That's where we're used to being. Honest question for you. Yeah. Will you still be a Wizards fan? Oh, no. If they draft oh. Chet Holmgren? Ah. See, they have Corey Kispert, but he's like, he's like a respectable Corey Kispert's Kispert's fine. Guy. Yeah. Respectable. Yeah. He's a cool guy. He, we hated him because he was good, not because yeah. we hated him. He was yeah. a fine player. If they draft Chet Holmgren, it will not affect me because he will never play. There you, go. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. Good answer. Okay. <laughs> Um, I know probably zero about the NBA this year. Um, 
Not even the Jazz. I am also, in theory, a Jazz fan and a Cavs fan. Theoretically. And I'm going to be honest, I hate it when people call me a bandwagon fan about Ohio State, you know, because, like, I lived there, my dad went there, you know. Yeah. But I'm a full-fledged bandwagon Jazz and Cavs fan. I will only watch or root for them when they're good. Yeah. And it's those two teams, so... Uh, neither. Um, so yeah, the Cavs. I know the Cavs are decent. I think actually. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. That's I what just, my sources tell me. Uh, I'm looking. Cavs are the eight seed. So they're in the play-in tournament of roses. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Exciting. Which I do not understand how. That I don't get the play Like almost fifty percent of the league already made the playoff anyway. I'm yeah. So there's like, only ten out of like a thirty-team league. Two thirds, twenty teams. Are in the That's postseason. insane. That's like Major yeah. League Soccer. <laughs> it's insane. Um, um, anyway, uh, I'm going to make a prediction okay. for okay. the NBA Finals. All right. Prediction. I'm going to go with Phoenix in the West because... Michael Phoenix Jr.? Uh, yes, that one. Uh, because Kinley's from Phoenix. Her family are big Suns fans. Yeah. So I'll, I'll root for them. They have cool uniforms. The Valley they uniforms. Do have they do. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Um, and then in the East, I'm going to go with Cleveland because apparently they're in the playoffs. Okay. And if it actually ends up being Cavs Suns in the finals, Cavs Suns. I will go to one game in Phoenix and one game in Cleveland. Okay. okay. I promise you that. You're traveling. If All it right. is Cavs Suns in the finals. If it is Cavs Suns. We'll hold you to that. I know nothing more about the NBA. I, I've heard like some things on Twitter. Apparently there's some beef going on between Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, but when isn't there? <laughs> yeah, Something we always hear that. That yeah. like Something that most stars average 2.3 assists to their big man per game. Donovan Mitchell averages like 1.9 passes to Rudy Gobert again. <laughs> so that's always a fun thing. Uh, I always, I also hear that the Jazz uh, choke fourth mm. quarter leads yeah. quite frequently. Yes, that's true. That so hasn't changed. The game would have ended with five minutes left. Apparently, they would have won like 17 more games. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that's kind terrible. of fun. Uh, like Lakers, Lakers got eliminated. Oh yeah, <laughs> LeBron. Can we please have a moment of silence for LeBron James? <laughs> you suck, LeBron. Honestly, so, I don't know why it gave me so much joy. Like I grew up in the LA area, so like my dad was a Lakers fan growing up. You know, he grew up in the Magic era, watching all that. It was beautiful for him to watch, you know, but... The real Lakers players. Yeah. Uh, as for the finals, I'm going to go with Golden State and Brooklyn in the finals. Why not? Coin flip winner. Okay. Is Brooklyn even in the playoffs? Is that a thing? They, uh, they're in the playoffs. Brooklyn like is seven. seventh seed. Yep. Yeah, but they have, like, the second best odds to make the finals. Yeah, know. but Kyrie Irving can now play home in home games. So oh, shoot. He couldn't oh, play, like, all Kyrie's year. Kyrie's back. He okay. was allowed to be in the stadium, but he couldn't play. But he couldn't That's play. So yeah. <laughs> New York. Allowed yeah. to burn incense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> burn incense Not in, in the jersey room. room. <laughs> That's some Christoviac shiz. All right. Um, anything else about the... National Bumblebee Association. <laughs> uh, I think that's about it. All right. All right. All right. Moving on. Let's move on to the meat of our program. Mm, the meat and potatoes. We are very excited. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. We are very excited. Hello, friends. Welcome in to the inaugural premiere of the first ever yearly annual Roilies Awards. Where we give 
esteemed awards to the most royal people in the world. The number one sports award show on all of the internet, hosted by the Royal Strong and True Podcast. Without further ado, let's pass it to our host. Welcome to the Royalies. All right. Uh, so, uh, the Royalies are now going to be a yearly award ceremony that we do here on this podcast, on this show. And they're broken into two parts. Part one, the BYU Awards. Oh, yeah. And it, part two will be college football and college basketball awards uh-huh. of all the of as all a whole all athletic whole. sports yep. from sea to shining sea now let me walk you through how this is going to work we have 12 or 13 different categories different awards that we have to hand out and each of us have brought names to the table unbeknownst to the others oh. it's true and so we will bring our nominations to the table and then we will pause the music and deliberate Oh. And settle on one winner for said award. Now, let's get to it. The first award of the Royalies will be the Honorary Tyler Algier Award. Awarded to a player that reminds us most of the emotional effect Tyler Algier had on the Royal Strong and Chew podcast in the year of 2021. A.K.A. MVP. <laughs> so... Who are your nominees? Shall we start with Dan? Yes, we shall. My vote for the 2022 Roy Lee Award Honorary Tyler Algier Award is Michaela Coolahan. Michaela Coolahan. All right. Very yes. interesting pick. One of the best players in the country. Jared, who is your craft. nomination? My nomination for the Honorary Tyler Algier Award is... Tyler Algier! Tyler Algier. I have two nominees. Ooh! Shall you permit me? My first is Alex Barcelo. Okay. Barcello. 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 The second is Gideon George in that one NIT game. (laughs) Oh, like a 30 piece or something. So we have our four nominees. Shall we deliberate? Alrighty. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so uh, we got let's let's start with Dan's. Michaela Colahan. Colahan. Yes. Let's recap. She led the team in goals and assists and points, led them all the way to the national championship game where they lost unfortunately in PKs. She was fantastic. She was. She's one of the best women's soccer players in college. Yeah. Got drafted. Well, did she get drafted? Mm-hmm. She is. Yeah, she's currently. She, she got drafted, she got drafted last year. Yeah. After last season. She yeah. played a whole another season after already having drafted when they knew she would play another season, but they still drafted her because they wanted her that bad. <laughs> she's pretty good. Pretty good? I don't think you can argue with that. Your pick was Tyler Algier himself. Tyler Algier. He Tyler Algier. Was a freaking beast. The most rushing yards in a season in BYU history. Yep. He led the... Not bad. He was tied for first in rushing touchdowns in yep. season over all uh, teams. Not bad. He was a literal truck, and yep. he had the punch out against Arizona State, one of the mm-hmm. most iconic plays of our generation. It's true. So, 
gents. Well, I guess I have to defend mine. Alex Barcelo. Alex Barcelo, who was an incredible player for us all year. Literally the only thing that kept BYU's neck above water. Yep. So shout out to Alex Barcelo for that. And Gideon George in that one NIT game where he just went like 10 of 15 or whatever from three and was just going off like crazy. He was cooking. He was banging. So, gentlemen, it is time to cast your votes. Who do you think should win the honorary Tyler Algier Award? I will vote first. All right. I think this one speaks for itself. I'm going with Tyler Algier. My vote is, it's a close one between Tyler Algier and Michaela Cullohan, but I feel like Tyler Algier had a signature moment, and Michaela Cullohan did not quite have that big moment. Instead, she just had a collection of really good moments. So for that one shiny moment, I vote Tyler Algier. For me, it was a close one between Tyler Algier and Alex Barcelo, because of Barcello's legacy he left here, but I think I'm going to go with Tyler Algier. Walk-on story, overcoming all the struggles That's in his true. life. Worked at Walmart. Worked at Walmart. Was a, you know played linebacker, switched to running back. <laughs> I think he gets his own award. Oh, congratulations to Tyler Algier for winning the honorary Tyler Algier Award, awarded to the player who most who most reminds us of the emotional effect that was had on the Royal Strong and True podcast by Tyler Algier's play in 2021. Wow. Well-deserved, I would say. (laughs) Well-deserved, indeed. (laughs) Our next BYU category, Roy Lee Award, is Best Win. The Best Win? The Best Win of the BYU Sports Fall-Winter period. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Shall we deliberate? Let's shall. Who are your nominees? My nominee is the football game versus Utah that will go down as one of the greatest weekends ever. Having been accepted to the Big 12 a day earlier, BYU Mm. came out and beat their bitter rivals, ending a 12-year losing streak. Ending Jared's no-soda streak as well. Oh, thank goodness. My belly is not appreciated. (laughs) Let me tell you. Okay. My... Is the same game. Okay. You can't beat BYU-Utah. I would like to nominate one more game. I don't think this is the winner, but I would like to nominate it. BYU's basketball win versus San Diego State University, Mm. in which we were allowed once more to publicly humiliate the show Twitter account. At the show, where you at? I like that pick. I like it. I like the nomination, but... I think it still gets overshadowed by the Holy War win. It is time to cast our votes. Holy War win. Holy War. I think we're going with the Holy War. Enough said. We're going to get canceled for saying that. Shout out Utah. Yeah. Shout out Utah for taking a fat L. Hey, thank you, Charlie Brewer. (laughs) (laughs) Let us move on to our next. Oh, yeah. Congratulations to Utah for being the loser in our best win award oh, in the yes. 2022 Roy Lee's Award. We will send you a gift basket. We shall. Full of... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. In the semi-annual... Nope, nope, they're just annual. Normal annual. <laughs> normal annual. Normal... 
Gotta stop myself from going too far sometimes. The normal annual Roylies Awards third BYU award is for the worst loss of the season. There are too many to choose from, to be honest. A plethora of worthy candidates. A cornucopia, you might say. Indeed. Uh, Justin, start us out with the nominations. I... I have two. BYU versus Boise State in football, just Oof. because of how depressed I was afterward. Oh, toughy. And BYU versus Washington State basketball, as the number one JUCO prospect in the nation was on a visit and watched us get absolutely slobbered on it. Yikes. Watched a trash can get thrown on the court. Yeah, that's, that's a high Honestly, if I was a JUCO recruit, I'm signing right then and there. <laughs> Come on, Justin. That's not safe. That's, that's not, not safe. safe. Okay. Who else have you guys nominated? My nominations for the worst loss by a BYU sports team is BYU men's basketball at specific. Ooh. Ooh. That was a tough one to swallow. Yeah. That was pretty bad. That was was that our fourth loss in a row or our third in a row? That was a was it okay. No, no, that was our second. That was our second. Oh, yeah, that's before. The second to four. <laughs> Santa Clara, Pacific, yes. San Fran, Gonzaga. Or Gonzaga, San Fran. Yes. That set us on a downward spiral that we could never pull out of. You could say that was what lost us our NCAA tournament bid. You could. So, mine are twofold. Hey. One, BYU, UAB yep. in the bowl game. Yeah, that was a... I dare say that ruined the season for me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, second, men's basketball at UVU, where we lost not only the game to little brother, but we also lost Gavin Baxter to another knee injury. All right. Ooh, that's a good one. Let Shall us cast vote? our votes. Might I offer a spin zone? Okay. Okay. Spin zone on the BYU-UAB loss. Did it tarnish the season? Absolutely it did. But we did not lose a lot of production, and from what I'm hearing, it's provided a lot of motivation in spring ball for guys to get a lot bigger and come back a lot hungry. I like that. I like that. I say we throw that one out. Okay. So now we're left with uh, specific. uh, Boise Saint. Boise Saint in football and UVU in basketball. Pacific for me. Yeah? Uh, I'm going to go Boise State. Okay. I'm kind of leaning Boise State. Boise All right. State. That is probably the most angry I have been in a very long time. I had to leave the game early. You guys remember? Yeah, I, I remember. stormed out of the stadium. We do right and there was like I 10 minutes left in the game. Like, <laughs> you going with him or what? <laughs> yeah, that one does it for me just because of the emotional toll. Yeah. And well, that was our that was our only loss besides Baylor that season. Which Baylor was oh, a better team. Yeah, Baylor oh, turned out yeah, really can't good. be mad about that one. So that was a tough loss. Yeah. I vote for that one, yeah. Alright, we doing it? Well Congratulations to Boise State University. Boise City University shall, shall state, I say. Mind you. For handing BYU its fattest L of the 2021-2022 athletic season. Shall we move on to our next Royalies Award? Which will be awarded to the Kangaroo! It is the Kangaroo Award, awarded to the player on BYU Sports, most known for boing-yoing-yoing over other people. Okay. (laughs) The boing-yoing. Hurdling. 
Boingaloing. Boingaloing. My kangaroo slash boingaloing is going to go to Isaac Rex. Oh. For, Isaac Rex. What is this? Right. It's quite controversial, I know. Oh. I'm it's going a dark horse. Because I think it was the USF game. He like tried to jump over a guy and got totally turned around oh, and upended no. and landed straight on his back from like eight <laughs> feet in the air. That that's that's my vote. Dan, who are you nominating? My kangaroo award is the BYU basketball front court for the first week of the season. <laughs> oh, when we almost got a dunk to turnover ratio of one. <laughs> Uh, rest in peace, dunk to turnover ratio. Rest, yeah. It'll be a while till we break that one out again. <laughs> rest in peace. We had a chance. My nominee, I feel like it's pretty easy, really clear. Really surprised it hasn't been taken off the board quite yet, is Mice and Wake. Classic. Oh, that's a sneaky good pick. Mice and Wake. Alright, shall we cast our votes? Let's shall. Yes. Hmm. I gotta vote for Mason Wake just because of all the posts I made on social media about him. Of you just got hurtled by Mason Wake with the bass boost music and the lasers coming out of his eyes. So. <laughs> Here's my one uh, counter to oh. to the Mason Wake argument. Okay. He never played you in basketball. Does that tarnish? Does yes. that disqualify him from of receiving He's an award? Scared. Mason Wake, you are disqualified. Ooh. Yo, we have dropped the hammer. Breaking news. <laughs> Mason Wake has been disqualified. Disqualified. The controversy. From the, the royalties. Justin just. I am voting. I am voting for Isaac Rex. Justin just Will Smith Mason Wake out oh, of this award ceremony. Too soon. <laughs> I'm gonna vote Isaac Rex as well because the front court quickly fell apart. This year. <laughs> yes. Uh, Isaac Rex it is then. Isaac Rex it for is. His one jump. For his one hurdle that didn't even clear. <laughs> it didn't work. Shall we move on, gents? Yes, congratulations, Isaac Rex. Shall indeed. May you make horror from your injury. Mm-hmm. Up next, we have the annual Glue Guy Award. Boing foot. What? That's a Scrubs quote. Oh. <laughs> Awarded to the person who most holds together their team. Alright, my nominee is going to be Spencer Johnson. Ooh. He's very Whoa. very undervalued, plays tenacious defense, doesn't really get on the scorecard much, but he holds the team together with his good defense because, to be honest, Alex Barcelo and Tijan Lucas didn't play any defense at all. Barcello. Yes. You're not going to believe this. Oh? But that was my nomination as well. Oh! We got a double doing Spencer doinger. Johnson. I agree, his defensive spark proved invaluable at times. Might I offer one more nominee? You might. Of course. Cam Tucker. Ooh, from the BYU okay. women's soccer team. Ooh, who I feel I like, like was it. very underappreciated and really provided a lot that Michaela Cullohan could not because Michaela Cullohan was so enveloped mm. with the defense. Yes. That Cam Tucker played an interesting and integral role. I agree. I think I'm going to cast my vote That's a great for pick. Cam Tucker. I vote for Cam Tucker as I well. I will also vote for Cam Tucker. Great Unanimous. Beautiful. We have a clean sweep. I'm going to rename the award the Glue Gal. Glue Gal? Amen. Our accents just keep getting worse and worse. Yeah, where did this come from? <laughs> because we are award show house. It's proper football. It's okay, now your accent has to change with every single award. <laughs> oh no. Oh boy. 
Alright. <laughs> Who wants to go first? <laughs> Next up. <laughs> Next up, we got the Swiss Cheese Award. Granted to the holiest, and we don't mean gospel holiest, we mean the most holes in any system at BYU Sports. <laughs> now, gentlemen, who do you nominate for this award? I'll be darned if this ain't a clean sweep. But my nomination is none other than Eliza Tuiaki's scheme. <laughs> Eliza Tuiaki. <laughs> yes, sir. Believe it or not, I'm going to go with Eliza Tuiaki también. Oh, guys, I hate to be the bear of bad news, but I have two different nominations. Whoa. Oh, no. Easy I have the perimeter weave. <laughs> or leaving holes in our box score. Mm. And Caleb Loner against big men on defense. That's fair, that's fair. Those are both very fair. Alright, shall we vote? I think we can vote in our normal voices, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness. Okay, cool. Uh, I, love, I love the perimeter weave one. That was creative. I like the holes in the box score. That was very creative. Thank I you, see what you, you did there. Um, I think I'm going to go with Elisa Tuiaki, though. Just because it was so just GD-furiating and frustrating it at times. Was. It was. It, it was frustrating. I'm voting for Tuiaki as well. All right. Man, we got to sweep again. Congrats, BYU defense. Well-deserved. The Smith Cheese Award. <laughs> Congratulations to Elisa Tuiaki for winning... The 2022 Royalies Swiss Cheese Award. Good timing there with the music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, it's up on the big board. Right. Okie dokie. Alright. The next one is the Ankle Weight Underwater <laughs> Award. <laughs> Make up your mind. <laughs> okay, let's just, let's just stick with I, that. I gotta go. Just <laughs> Alright. We're going with the Ankle Weight Underwater Award. If you don't know what we're referencing, we're referencing a very slow human being. Yes. Who runs like he's submerged in water up to his nipples and is wearing ankle weights. Swing ankle weights. On his feet. And it's very heavy. And at the bottom of the water is three feet of quicksand. Alright. Slow. I've got two nominees. Okay. Two of them. The first is me at the BYU football tryout. <laughs> We're in, running like a 5-1-40. Oh, you got your 40. Now, my second nomination is none other than Melvin Robertson. Now, that might not be a name you know, but Melvin Robertson is the linebacker that Tyler Algier chased down on the Falcon Punch Fumble. So... If he were any faster, if he were not wearing ankle weights underwater, he probably would have scored that touchdown. And BYU's season might have been lost. Mm-hmm. That's a good, good nomination. Mm-hmm. Who are your nominees? My nominee is the one and only Dallin Holker. Yep. Now, there are two plays that <laughs> come answer, to mind. Good answer. Good answer. Two plays come to mind. Actually, three now that I think about it. One, the fly sweep against... Washington State. It was fourth and inches, and we ran a fly sweep to our slowest tight end, and he lost eight yards. That was hilarious. <laughs> Second, the fumble recovery in the USC game. Now, thank goodness he recovered the fumble, 
He could have had a touchdown. Nobody saw him for like 30 whole seconds, and he'd only moved 10 feet. Yep. <laughs> and then the second, the last one is in the Utah game, and I'll never forget this. They do a screen pass screen to Dallin Holker. Justin goes, let's go, he's gone! And then he's like, takes four steps, it's like, thum, thum. And ends up getting like four yards. Oh my gosh. So I'm going down Holker. Down Holker. Dan, yeah, who's your nominee? That was mine as well, down Holker. I will the vote same for Dallin Holker. Alright. Guy has great hands. Clean sweep. Do we yeah. got another clean sweep? Looks like we do. We should mark the ones that have clean sweeps. Okay, we got sweep here. Three straight sweeps. For Cam Tucker and Tuyaki. Yeah. Uh-huh. And right. Dallin Holker. Was Isaac Rex a clean sweep as well? Yes. Because we disqualified oh. Mason Wake. <laughs> disqualified By Mason default. Wake. Mason Wake is not a friend of the podcast. He is an enemy of the podcast <laughs> until further notice. Blacklisted forever. Mason Wake, you will never get an NIL deal from the Royal Strong and True podcast. Yeah, because we're handing those out like candy, but not to yes. you. Yeah, Mason Wake. All right. Justin, what is our next award here? Our next award is a very beautiful award. The Most Athletic Adobe Employee Award. Oh. Handed out each year annually to the Most Athletic Adobe Employee. My nominee is none other than my global supply chain classmate, Baylor Romney. Oh, that's a good pick. And you're not going to believe this again, but he was my pick as well. Baylor Romney. Wow. Guys, you're not going to believe this. What? Out of all the many choices, I have selected also Baylor Romney what? to nominate. Congratulations to Baylor Romney for winning the 2022 Most Athletic Adobe Employee Award. Attaboy, Baylor. Wow. You overcame the competition in such amazing fashion. I have a stat. Okay. Ooh, stat. Adobe has more than 26,000 employees worldwide. Oh my goodness. And Baylor Romney... I know you're listening out there. You are the most athletic one out of all of them. Hold on. In D1 football, there are 71,000. Wow. That, that can't be true. 70,000? That's kind of a lot. I honestly don't believe that. Anyway. Anyway, good job, Baylor. Good Sus. job, Baylor. You did it. Yep. Alrighty. Dan, what is our next... Award. Here. Our next award is the annual honorary Colby Lee Big Chungus Award. <laughs> the Big Chungus Award. <laughs> Would you like to explain this award? What is the Big Chungus Award? Yes, yeah, so it's named after Colby Lee because of the chronicles of Colby Lee our freshman year. When <laughs> started off, we thought he was a joke. <laughs> we wrote him off immediately. But he kept going at it with his little layup fly two foot floater, two foot floater <laughs> teardrop. never dunked it never laid it up off the glass just did his little two foot floater and he was unstoppable sometimes we had a poster hanging up with him in our in, in <laughs> our sparks apartment he had a breakout year and that is the colby lee big chungus award so who are you guys giving your nominations to i you guys may not believe this I'm going with Caleb Loner. Oh. Now, what is this? I'm going to interpret this a little differently because we hated Colby Lee 
right? As Dan, as Dan yeah. said. For real. As he chronicled. Also Zach Selyus. Yes, also Zach, Zach Selyus, the same way. But by the end of the season, we ended up loving them for who they were, instead of criticizing them for what they weren't. Exactly. Oh, Caleb Loner, you are like the battle droids in Star Wars The Clone Wars. You're an integral part of the show, but you are the comedic effect as well. And I love Caleb Loner for that. So my nomination is going to Caleb Loner. Okay. I'd like to nominate Jaron Hall. Okay. I'm going to Jaron Hall for this one. I forgot to turn my accent back on. That's but a good that's pick. because we hated him at the beginning of the season saying that he should be benched in favor for Baylor Romney. Absolutely. And at the end of the year, I am now a full-fledged Jaron Hall believer. Okay. That's a good, good nomination. That is an excellent pick. I did not think of that one. I was going more along the Caleb Loner train. Okay. But I think I might have to change my vote. So where is your vote being cast? I'll cast my vote for the Honorable Jaren Hall. Oh! I'm I'm with you, Dan. I'm going with Jaren Hall as well. I too am voting for Jaren Hall. Another clean sweep. Jaren Hall wins the Honorary Colby Lee Big Chungus Award of 2022. And he now has a kid. And so he can become a big chungus and no one will hold it against him. Oh, true. He has an excuse. <laughs> Next up, we have a very prestigious award prestigious. here on the, on the Royalies Award <laughs> Show. It is the Ron Artest Award oh, given to he who throws the most punches on the playing field. <laughs> this is a, like you said, very prestigious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am going to go with... Although he didn't punch any fans or march up into the stands. My goodness. Uh, Atiki Ali Atiki in the, I believe it was the San Diego. San Diego, yes. He got into it a little bit and he uh, kind of took down one of their players in a very aggressive fashion. Shoved him in the face. Yes, with his forearm (laughs) slash elbow and kind of brought him to the ground there. Uh, You know it's better than Juan Howard. (laughs) (laughs) Say that. Magic one. (laughs) A little smush to the face. Smush. So yeah, I'm going with Atiki Ali Atiki. Done. I'm going with Atiki Ali Atiki as well. Uh, I feel like the field was a little more sparse this year. We didn't have any Kainakuas of, yes. of uh, yonder, your, more. I don't know. <laughs> but Atiki, I think... I'm not going to go too much into the methods, but I mean, maybe this award was made for him. I'm not... I'm just suspicious of that a little bit. I'm not going to say any definitives. But yes, Atiki is my nomination. I vote for Atiki. Okay. Cool. All right. Good job, Atiki. Unanimous. Clean soup. You, congratulations to Atiki Ale Atiki for winning the 2022 Royalties Run Artest Award. Well deserved. Beautiful. Bravo. Bravo. Bravo, bruv. Bravo. She is... Alright, the next award is going to the best interview award. Who, which player or, or or recruit or coach had the best interview this year? Mm. Might I start? Yes, you might. I'm going to nominate two individuals. Oh, dopes. Uh, they are both interviewed on the Royal Strong and True podcast, you the best say. podcast I've Ooh, ever heard. Wow. Um, now, first nomination is for Gabe Judy Lolly. Oh, what a guy. Beautiful. Very great interview. interview. My next nomination is for David Eberhard, coach of Cosmo the Cougar and all the stories that he told. 
That that was a good episode. That was very fine content indeed. My nomination will be none other than the illustrious Corbin Green. Ooh. Corbin Green. Who came on with us, talked Marvel. That is true. Um, what else did we talk about with him? He said he was going to burn us all in one-on-ones. Oh, one-on-ones. Corbin Green, we know you're listening. Make sure you hit us up when you arrive in Provo. Yes. yes. We welcome you with open arms because you are the best interview in my book. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Big Game Boomer. Oh, the BGB. Forgot about this one. The <laughs> interview that put the Royal Strong and Chew podcast on the map. Yes. In Mali. Indeed. In, in Mali. Mali. <laughs> Indeed. In uh, Dublin. It, yeah. it was quite a, an informative interview. Probably our most controversial we've had. Oof. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's my vote. It's BGB. Good guy. Shout okay. out BGB for yeah, coming shout out. out. Shout out to BGB. If you're still listening, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> Times ten. <laughs> you deserve some kind of prize, man. <laughs> I'm gonna cast a controversial vote, may I? What is this? I'm going to vote for David Eberhard. Okay. One of the interviews I enjoyed most, uh, hearing all of his stories as a mascot and hearing his desire to light Cosmo the Cougar on fire. Oh. That was good. It was good. Mm, my vote will be... BGB. Big game boom. The boomer himself. The boom. The boomer. I loved listening to that one and hearing his hot takes on BYU and the college football landscape as a whole. See, now I am going to go with Corbin Green. Ooh. Oh, oh my goodness. We have a split jury. We have a sp- split jury? A split. Uh, oh, jury. 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 Oh, Wait, Joey? Jo- what? What? Joey, Jerry, or Judy? What is going Judy on? Lally. Okay, <laughs> basically what is happening here, we need to figure out who we're going to give this award to, or shall we give it to all three? Uh, Let's just flip a coin. Okay. Okay, I will do three a random coin. number generator. If it is odd, then... Between one and three. Between, yes, between, between one, one and three. three. Okay, who are we assigning one, two, and three to? Uh, let's just do in the order we nominated them. David Eberhardt, uh, Corbin Green, and BGB. Okay, the random number chosen. And the winner of the 2022 Royalies Award for Best Interview is... Uh, it's not generating. Come off it. Come on now. Come off it, mate. Come there we go, there we go. Oh, okay, ready? Is number three, Big Game... Boomer. Big game boomer. Congratulations, the random number generator has assigned you the trophy. Many congratulations to the one and only. Well deserved. Big game boomer. I accidentally write, wrote big game goober. <laughs> <laughs> the big game goober himself. And with the last Royalies Award in the BYU category, we have the Comedic Effects Specialist. Specialist? Yes. Okay. Who do you got? My vote, or my uh, nomination, is none other than Tintview's own Samson Nakua. Mm. Oh, very, very fun to listen to. Much, much energy. He got multiple penalties for celebrating Brings this year. Uh-huh. Beautiful. Beautiful. Be- beautiful. Mine, I had Kalani Satake. Ooh, good one. Known for his dance moves in very the locker room yes, yes, yes. and his celebrations on the field. What a guy. My final nomination is for the 
Royal Strong and True Podcast Meme Making Crew. Oh! <laughs> For all the memes that were made. Self plug. That's a good pick. I'm not gonna lie. That is a good pick. Alrighty, mates. We got three people to choose from. We got the Royal Strong and True crew. We've got Kalani Satoki and Samson Nakua. Now it is time that we cast our votes. I vote for. Uh, what's the word? Depotism. FIFA corruption. And the Royal Strong and True meme creators. Because some of those were fire. I'm also going to go with the Royal Strong and True meme creators. I too am going to go with the Royal Strong and True meme creators. Well deserved again. <laughs> Look up our Instagram and check them out. You know. Make sure you follow us at Loyal to Royal Pod to check out such marvelous content Special. that deserve to win the 2022 Royalties Award for Comedic Effects Specialist. Absolutely. Alrighty. Well, I guess that wraps it up for the BYU Awards. Yes, it was excellent. We'll take a little bit of a break in the program as we prepare for the College Football and College Basketball Awards. Mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you by Sticky Notes. Sticky Notes are wonderful. Not post-it sticky notes, just sticky notes in general because we cannot afford that such a corporate sponsor, nor can they afford us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sticky notes are wonderful. We're using them to write down our award winners right now. Uh, go Sticky Notes. Uh, sticky Notes, uh, number one corporate partner of the Royal Strong and True podcast. StickyNotes.com. All righty. Welcome back in. With our last part of the episode, we'd like to go through and hand some awards out to college football and basketball teams. Oh, excellent sports there. Good sports. Absolutely. The, only the best for us. Of course. Uh, the first one is probably my most favoritist one. Oh. The most aesthetically pleasing uniforms. Okay. I'm going to have to nominate. This might be a controversial one. I actually have two nominations, if that oh, is you okay with dose, you. Shall, you, yeah, shall you permit? Nominate away. The first is the organ egg shell. Oh, Ooh. I know it wasn't loved by all, okay. but I loved by me. I loved it. I, I loved them. I loved it. Egg Second is my number one nominee by oh. far. Navy in the Army Navy game. Ooh, hot those diggity those helmets. Hot diggity dang the blue, red, and white stripes with the star and the battleships on the helmet. Oh my goodness, those were absolutely gorgeous. They're absolutely gorgeous. That is a chef's kiss of a uniform. Mm-hmm. Dan? My nomination, I have one single nomination for this award. And it's the Ole Miss powder blue, candy blue uniforms that just look so good. Good answer. Good answer. Those evoke a feeling in me that I have felt singular times in my life. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, bonk. <laughs> Let's just move Shout past you that. You get that. <laughs> Let's move Moving past on. That. <laughs> I got bonked, I guess. I got bonked. No. We didn't start a bonk count. <laughs> I don't think that should be that big. Okay. We'll have to change the definition of the bonk. Okay. Um, number, Who, you got? Who you got? I got two nominations for this award. Okay. Uh, and it pains me to say it, but... The Wolverines uniforms in oh. the game this year against Ohio State. It's a scandal. Yes, it is. They were very good. Very beautiful uniforms. Uh, not traditional per se, but absolutely gorgeous. Uh, and second off, 
Arizona State. Arizona State's uniforms, especially the ones they wore against BYU, the black and the yellow. I absolutely love them. Uh, so those are my two nominees. Okay. Shall we cast a vote? Yes. I am going to vote for Navy. Mm. That's a good vote. That's I'm going to vote, vote for Old Miss. Come to the sip. <laughs> I'm going to vote for one that wasn't even nominated. What is this? The Air Force uniforms with the camo. Oh, okay. And the, okay. And the tan. Since we're handing out votes, we also got the <laughs> UCF spaceship uniforms. Those yes. ones were very good. Okay, shall we random nu- random number generate uh, this? Kalani's Royal and Navy. Kalani's yes. Royal. Okay, that deserves an honorable mention. <laughs> We've got Royal Navy combo. Let, let us got let Navy. us debate. We can we can settle. Let's embrace one. debate. Shall we? I like the Ole Miss uniforms. I really do. You can't not like them. I don't thing. think I can vote against them if it really came down to it. Hmm. Okay, yes, that's very true. That that powder blue, it does something. On the helmet especially. Mm-hmm. Mm. I will willingly flip my vote to Omis. Oh. Alright. Just like that Jackson Dart. Oh, we got ourselves a Jackson Dart bonk. <laughs> Alright, Ole Miss. Ole Miss wins it. Shout out to Ole Miss for the 2022 Royalies Most Aesthetically Pleasing Uniform Award. Yeah. Next up is a very controversial award, mm. the 2022 Bad Luck Brian Award. <laughs> Who are your nominees? My nominee is a player I began to grow dangerously attached to. Oh. Oh. As the you know NFL Combine season approached and the NFL draft was looming, as a Washington now Commanders fan. And it's none other than Matt Corral. Oh! Because of his bowl game beating he took. <laughs> where he. What's the injury again exactly? I don't remember. Just a really bad sprained ankle. Something. The ankle? Yeah. yeah. He yeah. had an ankle. He. Yeah, he went out with an ankle, and the last game of the season, the bowl game, a lot of players were sitting out. He did it, which is a big plus. He's a you know, team first guy. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, got an ankle. Uh, I'm going with Matt Corral as well for that same reason. Mm. Unfortunate. For my Bad Luck Brian Award, I'm actually going with Charlie Brewer. <laughs> Charlie Brewer, who ha- missed a perfect spring game, who transferred in from Baylor and was supposed to be the next big thing at Utah, ended up sucking cheese and getting kicked out of the program. Didn't even finish the season. <laughs> Mm. That's a good. That's so, a good vote because yeah, we yeah. should be very grateful to Charlie Bluer yeah, for yeah. thinking Britton Covey was Chet Holmgren's size, <laughs> and he threw the wide open fourth and two fast. Sailed him again alive. Goodness gracious! All right, gents. So, who are you voting for? Mm, I think Charlie Brewer is definitely an honorable mention for this okay. award, but the heartbreak of Matt Corral. You gotta feel for the guy. Yeah, I am also gonna go with Matt Corral. I think just the reason that he was playing in the bowl game and everyone was telling him not to because he'll get injured, and then he actually did get injured. It was so sad, so sad to yes. see, and it might have ruined bowl games for, for many a player in years to come. Yeah, we'll have to see. Might I offer up another honorable mention? Okay. My, my vote goes to Charlie Brewer, so Matt Corral okay. still wins. My next honorable mention is Brian Harson, the head coach oh. of Auburn University, who Auburn 
boosters literally tried to fabricate some sort of sexual scandal that never <laughs> happened to get him out of the coaching position. Yeah, I hate to see that. Yes. And then congratulations to Matt Corral. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> All right. In the uh, next award, we have the Get Him Next Year Gary. <laughs> uh, this is a phrase that many a BYU fan has said, uh, especially in the last 12 years or so, mm-hmm. about a specific rival. Um, but yeah, what are you guys' votes for the Get Him Next Year Garys? My vote is Nebraska. Oh, Nebraska. Widely considered to be the best three-win team ever to exist in NCAA football <laughs> history. Uh, I think Nebraska yeah, is a good choice true. for this pick. My pick is the Auburn Tigers. Oh! I think they like to think of themselves as a contender next year. Next year. <laughs> Always next year. They never are actually contending in the present. But in the future, they will not hesitate to tell you that they will. That's a great pick. That's my pick. That's a, yeah. uh, I had two picks for this one. One, Nabarska. Nabarska. Okay, okay. They are by far the best three-win team I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, but also, I'm going to go with Texas. Not because they actually will get them next year, but because they, like Danny said with Auburn, mm-hmm. they'll be the first to tell you that next year my they're going to be good. They will not say next year, they'll say this year. <laughs> that's doesn't matter true. how many games they've lost. That's true. That's true. They're back. That's that's a good point. Uh, my vote, I think, ultimately goes to Nebraska. Yeah, I think Nebraska deserves a vote after this season. My vote as well goes to Nebraska. Congratulations to the University of Nebraska Cornhuskers for winning the Royalies 2022 Get Him Next Year Gary Award. I actually... Accidentally wrote Nebraska. Oh, okay. so Nebraska it is. It's Nebraska. I will spell it as such on Nebraska. the Instagram post. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> Next up, we got the most incredible award ever given out on the Royalties. We got the biggest rage award <laughs> awarded to the individual at any sporting event that demonstrated the most amount of irritability. Who are you? Nomination. My nomination is. The Tennessee fan who smuggled in a bottle of yellow mustard only to be infuriated by some refereeing and throw it onto the field. He literally had a whole bottle of mustard. Can I just say that me and, me and Justin have been to that stadium mm-hmm. and we can attest that there are mustard pumpers in the stadium at the yes. concession stand. I can testify. There's more than enough mustard. We did not need to bring his own. You did not. Maybe he was having cramps. <laughs> what does he salt. drink? Mustard? They had that and my, my basketball trainer had that because of the high sodium levels. Oh, sodium levels. Okay. And some Maybe he was having cramps. Was having cramps watching Tennessee play. <laughs> it can get hot in the Olympic Stadium. I must but say. we can also With testify to that. Hundred thousand people there. Ooh. And let's be honest, the, the uh, demographic of Tennessee fans is not the most healthy in the world. <laughs> be fair. What a wonderful nomination, Dan. Thank yes, you, Jared. Who are you nominating? My biggest rage award. Uh, I had a couple. No. Oh, oh I had. Shall I had. Dabble Swiney. Oh, yes. Dabble Swiney. Swine flu. Yes. And also, Kyle Whittingham. Oh, just cause okay. I don't, Just because I don't like him. Oh. That's fair. <laughs> that's the only reason. That's, that's good enough. I will nominate the fan that threw the trash can onto the floor at the BYU-Washington <laughs> State basketball game over the referee. That is excellent. 
All right. I'm going to have to go with my vote on Tennessee Mustard Bottle Guy. Yeah. Yeah, if, I think if I saw the fan at the Washington State game, <laughs> I definitely would have voted for it. It sounds legendary. <laughs> it was. But I missed it, and I don't know exactly what it was like. The Tennessee fan will be uh, marked in the annals of history forever, if you will. So that has my vote. I'm also going to go with the Tennessee Mustard fan. Probably for the same reason Dan said, I didn't get to actually see the trash can throw. Yes. Fair enough, fair enough. I think we all saw the mustard and the golf balls, though. Oh, I yes. saw the mustard and the golf balls. I was the lone it. witness of the trash can throwing, and I did not vote for it. So. Wow. Well, congratulations to Telling you. indeed. You Tennessee mustard redneck that yes. threw it on the field. Come let us know. You had a great effect on the game. You will accept your award. You <laughs> are invited onto the show. Alrighty, our next category is the Fattest L Award. Oh, oh my. <laughs> Randy Bennett. Just kidding. Whew. His entire life. <laughs> shall I present my nominations? Absolutely. Let's shall. I have two. Oh. One of them is Utah State against oh. BYU. <laughs> oh, okay. I had to mention BYU on this one. Okay. Because Utah State, I mean, BYU beat Utah. Oh, well. That's a real rivalry. Yes. Utah State is always just kind of a pesky little ankle-biting dog. And <laughs> they always chirp at us on Twitter, and they like to talk about being better. But we lost our – we were on our third-string quarterback like halfway through that game. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we still beat them. <laughs> By 14. Easily. <laughs> so that was a fun one. The other nomination for Fattest L Award goes to – Coach K's Duke University. <laughs> the final four to UNC. That was, that was tough. That was tough. That, that's pretty good. Uh, my fattest L is going to Oklahoma football mm. because they lost their coach and literally, literally all the good players. Yep. Literally two years before going into the SEC. <laughs> that's a pretty big L. Let me tell you. You see here, this year nomination that I'm going to nominate here on the nomination list. I nominate the University of Texas losing at home to the University of Kansas Jayhawks oh, in a football one. game. That is in very football, good. Yeah. In football, yeah. In a football Texas game, football. Kansas beat Texas at Texas while multiple four- and five-star recruits were on visit. <laughs> hmm. These are some really good ones. These are, this is a hard one. Now, it's a real hard one. I cannot vote for Duke, I'm sorry, because I have them slated for a later nomination. Oh, do you? I think I'm going to vote for Duke, just because oh. the mm. Coach K, his legacy will be forever tainted now by losing to North Carolina in not only his last home game, but also his last Final Four game. Yes. So I'm going to go with Coach K and the Dukies. Hmm... I'm going with Texas on this one. Just because I'm nominating the Dukies for another award later on in this broadcast show. I think, I think the Oklahoma one is pretty good, too. Ooh. They lost Lincoln Riley. That is a good one. Caleb Williams. And Everyone Spencer else Rattler. who's good. Spencer I'm, Rattler. I'm willing to flip. I, I think I'm going to Oklahoma. University of Oklahoma. I like, I like that. The fattest L award <laughs> goes to Oklahoma. Oh, I forgot to nominate somebody. I just completely forgot. Oh, no. Uh, I was in FSU versus Jacksonville State. <laughs> oh, true. But no, I'm, I'm comfortable with with uh, 
Good for you, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. You've won a Roydy's Award. Yes, and you got Clemson's defensive coordinator. <laughs> now, for the 2022 Roylies Biggest Fraud Award, Ooh. we are nominating the following individuals. I have nominated the University of Miami, Ooh. the University of Texas, the U. and the University of Utah. Oh, oh wow, Utah. a triple banger. Wowza. Uh-huh. Bringing the heat on this one. I have but one nomination, and it is... Clemson. Clemson. <laughs> oh, that's a good nomination. That's a good one. One of the biggest frauds I ever did see. Dan was on that from the very beginning. <laughs> he really was. I smelled it. He, he was a sound dog. Nipped it out like a bloodhound. Uh, I'm going to go with Texas football. Texas mm, football. Just because they're classic. And even this year, I gave them a little bit of respect because they were up big in the, the Red oh, River oh, rivalry. Yes. They had won a couple games. Beat University of Louisiana, Lafayette, literally the best team in Louisiana. Right. So, I'm going to go with Texas here. I'm going to go with Texas, too. <sighs> Texas? Texas. I'm going to vote for Clemson. Okay. But uh, Texas fine. wins. Yeah. My second vote goes to Texas. They win on aggregate. Yes. With away goals. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> they All win right. on away goals. <laughs> the next award... In the uh, Royal Strong and True Royalies, is the most exciting conference to watch. Now, this can be in either basketball or football, and this is pertaining to the entire conference, not just a particular team or teams. My nomination is going to the Pac-12, mm. because there's nothing like staying up until 1 a.m., watching Arizona play UCLA and having it go down to the wire, and UCLA choking away a game that they absolutely should win. Absolutely. I'm going to have to go off the beaten path a little bit here and nominate oh. the Sun Belt. Ooh, I think the, the Sun Belt was a very the fun, fun belt. The Fun Belt was a very fun thing to watch this year. I loved and enjoyed every second of the downfall of the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. Ooh, that's true. Oh, amen to that. My nomination for this one was the Big Twelve. Oh. Mm. I think okay. their their football yes. is fun. It's their basketball fun. team also. Yeah, their basketball that's programs true. are rising. Probably some of the most athletic, some of the best teams. So I'm going with the Big Twelve. I think I'm gonna side with Dan on this one. I because like the Big Twelve. They get the basketball aspect as well. I definitely yeah. think they're the most fun to watch in basketball. Yeah. And the football is also very fun, very competitive. Football is fun. Not a lot of defense, which is fun. Well, Oklahoma State for one year. Oklahoma randomly. State who won the whole thing. So <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> shout out to the Big Twelve who has won our most exciting conference award in the 2022 Royalties Award. Illustrious indeed, absolutely. The next is a very special award. It's mm -hmm. going to the best game that we have watched: college basketball or college football. What are you guys' nominations for this game? I have one nominee and one nominee only. Oh, okay. okay. Illinois Penn State nine overtime oh, Illinois oh, victory. True, that is my number one game. The massive upset. I have two. Okay. The first one is kind of a run of the mill nomination. Okay. Being the College Football National Championship. Oh. That was a good one. That is an <coughs> iconic event every year. <laughs> this this time round we had Georgia playing Alabama. And Georgia won it all for the first time in who like knows how long. Years? We heard a lot how long it was, but I forgot. Uh, that was a fun game. 
Second, we have Arizona versus TCU. Oh. In the oh, March baby. Madness yeah. round of 32. Okay. That was a fun. Went to overtime. Um, TCU was having their Cinderella story. They finished the regular season strong. Played well in the first round. Pushed Arizona to overtime, but Arizona had the, the guys to close it out. Had the guys. That was fun. I like that pick. I also have uh, one football and one basketball. St. Pedro, San Pedro, I like to call them, against Kentucky. Okay. Yeah. Double overtime game, 15 over a 2. It was very exciting. We were all very into it. Second is the Oklahoma State-Baylor Big 12 Championship game. Oh, yeah. That one was, that was a good absolutely one. phenomenal. Um, so those are my two nominees. What are you guys going to vote for? Mm, this is a hard one. Personally, I'm going to vote for OK State-Baylor. Okay. I, I just was reminded of how incredible that game was. I, yeah, that's my vote. Okay, State Baylor. I'm gonna vote for. It's hmm, a hard one. I think I'm gonna go with the national championship. Okay. Mm. National championship. Just the pageantry. The pageantry. You were in Indianapolis. They were on my honorable mention list. Okay. Excellent. I did like the national championship game. It was phenomenal. It was very exciting. It and was. Alabama did lose. Sorry, Mark. You love to hear that. Except for you, Mark. And I've got the bloody Mary hiccups right now. Hmm. Um, but I think I'm going to go with the OSU-Baylor game. Okay. Just because of how it came down to... You dare call Oklahoma State OSU an Ohio State fan? It's... It's not T O S U. Oh, the O S U. Not the O S U. Just an O S U. Just an O S U. Yes, an O S U. But yeah, just because it came down to last second, fourth down goal line stand, you can't get better than that. Diving for the pylon as time expires, I, you can't beat that in my book. Absolutely. Congratulations to Oklahoma State and Baylor for communally winning the best game award in the 2022 Royals. Now we have another exciting award that we must hand out. It is the Most Overhyped Player Award. <laughs> I have two very clear uh, nominees. Okay. First, Chet Holm. Of Absolutely. Of course. Hands down, must be on the podium. Next is one that might be unique to me. Ooh. But I think one of the most overhyped players in recent college football history is Kayvon Thibodeau. Ooh. Ooh. I don't think he's that good. That's, that's a nice take. I, I agree with you. Okay. I, he doesn't look that good I to me. Every disagree. time I watch him, I'm like, where is this superior speed and power? I don't know. I have two nominations. Okay. The first one has already been nominated. Oh. Oh. It's Chet Holmgren. Yep. <laughs> of course. Yep. He's a piece of garbage. Yep. <laughs> to say the least. On the court. I think he weighs less know, than every single one of us. And yeah. yet, seven foot two. I don't know how it's possible, <laughs> but he does the impossible. Uh, the second one is Spencer Rattler. Oh, remember yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Heisman favorite, <laughs> and then he got beat out by Caleb Williams. We want Caleb Williams. Yes, we no fans are chanting for him to be benched. Uh, so I have multiple because I I like to pride myself on my sniffer for overhyped players. Oh, 
Okay. Uh, Spencer Rattler, definitely on the list. Nice we pick. All nice pick. We all We've been on that one for the last three years. Uh, DJ Uyunglele. Yeah, DJ Ukulele. Yep, DJ Not Ukulele. Uh, Dr. Pepper is now bad luck for commercials. Yeah. Don't be in a Dr. Pepper commercial. And then No Bix, or oh. correctly pronounced Bo Nix. Bo, Bo Nix. One of the fewest letters in a full name I've ever seen. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or combined. Bo right? Nix. Yeah. Bo Nix. Yeah. It's like five letters. That's very short. That's pretty good. Very incredible. But yeah, those are my three nominations. I, I think we all know where this mm. one's going. Yeah, I'm with them. Overrated. Alright, shall we continue on? Uh yes. Next one is one of our favorites. It's the one and only most memorable mustache. Oh yes. Uh, for me, I have our friend Doug Egert. Or whatever his name is. <laughs> Doug Edit. Edit. Uh, from St. Joseph's. He's got quite a stash. I am also going to vote for Doug Edit. I think he is the goat. I think he has the best mustache on the basketball court. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good one. I think Jared would have to agree with us. It seems that he is right. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> what has Jared has come back you? from his bedroom in a St. Pedro's sweatshirt. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I was so much enthralled with San Pedro's that I looked up uh, some San Pedro apparel mm. on their bookstore. Some paraphernalia. Yes, and the, this sweatshirt was only thirty-eight ninety-nine. That's a steal. As compared to like the seventy-five dollar BYU ones, and so I said absolutely, and I bought it and dug it, eat it, edit, whoever you say it. He is my nomination and vote. For the most memorable moustache. Jared wasted no time in declaring his vote with which I agree. I agree as well. Clean sweep. Now, moving on, we have a very important award. What else do we got for us? Moving on, we have the one. The only. Mr. Onions. Mr. Onions. Burn time onions. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I only have one nominee for this. Oh, actually, I have two. Two nominees. The first being Max Hall in the alumni game. <laughs> oh, those are some onions. Those game winner. He's throwing times, man. Second is Brady Monick against Duke in the final four. Where he shouted in Paolo Boncaro's face as he drained the three. Bang, bang, mother. <laughs> That's a good one. Those are my big time onions. And my nominee is singular, and also is Brady Manic as well. Okay. All right. I hate to say it. I was going like his beard, but he <laughs> yeah. can make a shot every now and then. Yes. Uh, I was going to make a fat joke, but I'm not going to. Oh, good. So for you can you. just imagine what I was going to say there. Goodness gracious! <laughs> Literally big onions. I see. <laughs> My nomination is twofold. Actually, just onefold. Stats and Bonnet. Stats and Bonnet. Oh, yes, yeah, because he played very well down the stretch Stats for Georgia. He yeah. he played very clutch in that championship game, even though he had no business being there. Yeah. He did not. And he he came back from a fatal mistake. Mm -hmm. And I do not see many high tier quarterbacks. 
coming yeah. back from fatal mistakes in that kind of situation. He won the whole dang thing. Yeah. All the while on his flip phone. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he just his has a flip, flip phone. phone. His pockets oh. are full of onions, not phones. Though I must agree that Stenson Bennett has grandiose onions. Mm. I must say that those of Brady Manic are the most impressive. I nominated Brady Manic, but I'm voting for Stetson Bennett with the onions. Oh, okay. For his role in winning the national championship for Georgia after not having should have been there. <laughs> I am but going to up. I'm going to go with Stetson Bennett because of my next nomination mm? having to do with one Brady Bannock. Oh. oh. Okay. So I'm what, gonna... is, what rhymes with that? <laughs> Congratulations to Stetson Bennett for winning the 2022 Royalty's Biggest Onion Award. Excellent. Now we have a very important award. Number 13, the award of the century. The 2022 Royalty's Who's Your Daddy Award. Oh-ho. Or shall we say, Who's Your Papa? Who's Your Pops? Who's Your Pops? Who's Your Pops, mate? Well, who uh, is Whose Daddy? Uh, if, if you would, I would like to say my nominations first. Go ahead. Please. Brady Manic is okay. Paolo Bancaro's daddy. Oh! Ooh, okay. In their showdown, Brady Manic absolutely murdered him, as Justin chronicled earlier. And I don't think... Bang, bang. bang <laughs> I have never heard bang. of such a violent, adrenaline-boosted quote in, like, a situation... <laughs> I, I think I might have exploded from just the... I, I, I don't... You know what it is. If you've ever watched sports or played sports, you know there's moments where the adrenaline is pumping so high you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was one of those moments where it's just pure primal instinct to just <laughs> scream that in his face. <laughs> the first thing that came to his head. <laughs> uh, good nomination. Thank you. Do you have any more? No, nope, not just that. Okay, just a single fold nomination a single fold. from Jared. My nomination is from a similar vein, and it is the UNC basketball program for being Duke's daddy this year. Okay. Coming from a Duke fan. Huh? Yes. Yeah. They absolutely destroyed Coach K's final year. <laughs> is that your only nomination? That's my singular nomination. I've got three nominations. Oh, with one very triple. similar to Dan's. UNC to Coach K is one of my okay. Okay. Good, good. Coach K's daddy. I like that. Second, Brigham Young University is the Pac-12's daddy. Oh, that's a good one. Amen. And last but not least, the NCAA tournament, Gonzaga's daddy. Oh, that was a good one too. That, that is also a good Ooh, one. Some fine nominees. I really like the BYU of the Pac-12 one. I, I do. Yeah, that was a good season. Uh, I might have to go with the UNC Duke... Paolo Banquero, Brady Manic, Coach K, UNC. I just, I, I think that one's one for the ages. Yeah, that really is. I'm going UNC being Coach K's daddy. I would have to agree. As much as I hate to admit it. Congratulations to Coach K for winning the <laughs> UNC is your daddy award <laughs> on the 2022 I, I'm going to rename it that. UNC is your daddy award. <laughs> Mike Krzyzewski, if you would like to accept this award, please, you are welcome to come on the Royal Strong Entry podcast at any time. What's your hardest More class? <laughs> we will send you a gift basket as well, Mike. Yes. Mike from Durham. Mike from Durham. <laughs> <laughs> Last but not least, we have the final award in the 2022 Royalist. Can I have a drum roll, please? Yeah. The 
2022 most hated award awarded to the individual who just sucks the most all around. <clears throat> I have one nominee. The most hated person in sports media right now is none other than Adam Schefter. Ooh. NFL reporter for his very insensitive reporting of the death. Tone death. Of, uh, why am I forgetting his name? Dwayne Haskins. Haskins. His very, basically said, Dwayne Haskins, the guy who sucks at football, died. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. Terrible. I'm going to go with Adam Schefter. That is a heinous crime. Yeah. Um, shout out Dwayne Haskins. Terrible thing happened. If you didn't hear, he was very young and he got hit by a car and died. Yes. He played for the football team. And he played for the, the Ohio State. He played for the Ohio State. Set a record State. for passing touchdowns. Young guy, bright future. Very tragic. Very sad. Okay. <laughs> uh, my nomination for that is not an individual. In fact, it is a program. Oh, ooh. It's Gonzaga basketball. Oh, it's basketball. Good nomination. They're my most hated thing in good sports, nomination. I think. Good nomination. Thank you. Thank you. I like it. Uh, mine is the CFP Expansion Board. Ooh. No. Because for yet another year, pick. they have tabled talks of expanding the playoff until absolutely necessary when the contracts expire in 2025. 2025! CFP has got my vote. That's got my vote as well. Alright. I sweep. I think it does it. The unanimous vote. And that will conclude the 2022 Royal Strong and True Royalies Award Show. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next year. <laughs> there we go. Well, thanks everybody. Yeah, that was fun. That was, that was good fun. Yeah, let us know what you think. Who your nominations would be, or who your winners would be? Yeah, tell us what we got wrong with time and what we got right because we got a lot right. Absolutely. Probably all of it right. I would yeah. say. I'd say that too. Yeah. Well, make sure you let us know at our Instagram page at Loyal to Royal Pod. You can find us on Twitter at the same tag at Loyal to Royal Pod. Make sure you share this episode with your friends. Leave a review. Let us know what how we did. Preferably a five star. Yes. Make sure to download, share. We love you guys. Thank you for listening, especially you guys in Mali. Thank Bye you. Now. Oh, we did it at the same time. <laughs>